the Maxwell Show. The Maxwell Show. Talking to the internet. Internet radio land. I hope this doesn't go in the final show. Welcome back to the Annie Gamers Podcast. This is episode number 7 for Saturday, October 18th, and we are podcasting live from atop a towering stone colossus. Woohoo! I'm your host, Evan Minto, also known as Vamptvo, and joining me today is... I'm Maxwell McGee, also known as Pigeon Flu. Today we're going to be talking about the PlayStation 2 game, Shadow of the Colossus. Let me just interject here to say that, no, in fact, we did not talk about Shadow of the Colossus. As you'll hear a bit later in the show, we had a bit of a problem come up. Alright, I want to start actually by, wait, do I want to start with the, uh, the Podtoid-san? Let's just do that. Other podcast things. I appeared on an episode of Podtoid-san, which is the Japanator.com. Japanator. Japanator. There, we just call him Jator. Jator's, uh, podcast, Podtoid-san, uh, episode 72, New York Anime Festival Edition, in parentheses, Bowtie Edition, uh, and that was at the New York Anime Festival. I got to hang out with Brad and Gia and Kuro. And, uh, yeah, we talked about anime and stuff. Should awesome. Listen to it. Uh, we don't have Mitchie with us. Mitchie D is supposed to be here. He's trapped but... He's trapped under the frozen ice of uh, the frigid Canadian north. Yeah, and I tried to call his cell phone, but apparently he's in a different dimension, so I can't that too. access it. It's a double whammy. Yeah, it, it re- it's really hard to get someone on your podcast when they're not only in a different dimension, but they're also snowed into their house. Yeah. So even though we don't have Mitchie D here, let's get into the What You've Been Doing segment. You want to start, Max? Sure. All right. For uh, this What You've Been Doing segment, I'm going to start out with what I've been watching, which is the ending of Code Geese, Lelouch of the Rebellion R2 which nice. is the second season of the Code Geass anime. Uh, like I said, I finished it. It's done. I was uh, I was pretty satisfied with the ending. I know a lot of people were kind of upset, but I mean, there's always people that are going to be upset. I'm upset over that it. I didn't see it. Oh, man. Well, you're in, I think you're in for a treat. But uh, uh, I hope so. I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm still on episode 7 of Code Geass. <laughs> well, I, I, won't, I won't spoil one. anything for you then, but... Uh, there were, there were uh, some interesting twists in there that I didn't see coming, and uh, it leaves it a little open-ended, and it also leaves it with some definite conclusion, which, I mean, compared to other, you know, boy-oriented action shows, the endings always seem to be sort of a letdown. There's it's not totally boy-oriented. I mean, the character designs are by Clamp. Yeah, this I guess, yeah, that's why they're so incredibly skinny. Yeah. Everybody in that show is so incredibly skinny. They're toothpicks. I know, they're all just going to snap in half. It's why they all have to fight inside those giant robots. <laughs> in, the future, of... the, in the future, they solved the obesity epidemic. <laughs> Perhaps they solved it too much. The Emperor is like the only one with any body mass on him. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he's the Emperor of Mankind. He just run up, bam, hit you, your arm will snap in half like a pig. <laughs> He'll blow at you and your arm <laughs> will snap off. But yeah, that's Kogis. I won't say too much about that, but... uh. 
what I've been reading is uh, the Helsing manga, which I also finished. It started back in 97, and now, 11 years later, Chapter 95 has <laughs> finally come out. And Wait, it's sort of, yeah. that's a really long amount of time. Yeah, the, the guy, Kota Hirano, he, uh, mm-hmm. he likes to take some long breaks in between <laughs> his, uh, his chapter releases. Yeah, that, yeah that's if you, pretty long If you read break. his Wikipedia page, like, they have quotes from his assistants that just describe him as, like, lazy and irresponsible. <laughs> it's great. Does he not have an editor to whip him into shape? I guess not. I don't know. But, I, uh, I, I've heard stories about uh, Akira Toriyama, creator of Dragon Ball Z, who was yeah. uh, trapped, like, essentially, he got trapped inside of a hotel room by his editor. Oh, man. And given a desk and paper and pencils and stuff, and his editor just said, you have to get me X many pages out by whatever, like a, a, a day or two days or something. And he just he locked him in there <laughs> and made him do it. <laughs> you got to get it done. You got to gotta hammer out those character ideas. I guess that's I, one ideas, way to do it. Dragon Ball Z? Eh, more like character muscles. <laughs> there were a lot of muscles in that show. But yeah, Helsing, Chapter 95, finally out. It's only... It hasn't been translated yet, as far as I know. So, I mean, I don't know with all the words and whatnot. But from what I've seen, <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't quite as impressed. Because the series, it's coming down from this huge climax between three different factions battling in London. You've got vampire Nazis, you've got legions of undead, and uh, the crazy churchgoers, and they're all battling it out, and it's all coming to this big conclusion. Everything's done. People are dying left and right. And then the last chapter is just like a bunch of jokes, lighthearted humor. There's a there's a panty shot in there. We haven't had one of those in a long time. And uh, the main character, Alucard, who died a couple... He didn't really die. He got, like, taken out of existence. Of course, it's anime. A couple of chapters back. Oh, he's back. You know, why not? <laughs> Let's go ahead and bring him back. Throw him in they, there. they got him back with the Dragon Balls. Uh, apparently, they wished him back. I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, it was just sort of... After so much just awesome kick-in-the-face action, and then the ending just kind of... Uh, I don't really know. But, I don't know. Maybe when it gets translated, the humor will be great, and Alucard's return will make total sense. And it'll all just come together. I don't know. Uh, moving right along, what I've been playing is Silent Hill Homecoming, the sixth entry in the long-running Silent Hill series. This one being done by Western developer Double Helix instead of the Silent Hill standard Team Silent. And uh, I finished that uh, about a week ago on the PS3. And... Yeah, much like with Helsing, I wasn't I wasn't just too terribly impressed. They do Double Helix does do some some interesting things with the series, but not really enough to bring it up to modern gaming standards, I don't think. Like how so? Well, like the Silent Hill series back in the day, you know, you had like the real clunky tank controls, you had the real fixed camera that was kind of a problem. And they they have they like tweak the camera so the camera works a lot better now and uh the tank controls, like I said, you can you can roll now. You have a bit more freedom in how you fight enemies. And but I mean, compared to the what the series needs, it needs its its Resident Evil Four. That's what needs to happen. Mm. 
Fizzled. Yeah, good point. Even though Resident Evil 4 still had tank controls. <laughs> yeah, it still did kind of have tank control, but uh, it just needs that sort of series revamp. Because, I mean, I love I love mm. the Silent Hill games. I love the, the creepy atmosphere, their modern-day setting. I love just the art style and the mood of it. But, like, they're just... They're not very fun to play. <laughs> they're not They're not very fun to control and play. And Oh, wow, that sounds like a game we're going to be talking about later. Oh, snap. <laughs> but, but, uh... And, the, and the, the dialogue. The dialogue. And all of these games... From what I can tell, it seems as if the world of Silent Hill, just towns getting taken over by demons and monsters, is just sort of an everyday kind of occurrence. And it's something like you hear about happening a town over, so that when it happens to your town, everybody's just sort of like, oh, this sucks, but, you know, it's not really out of the ordinary. <laughs> it's like, of the cast of five oh, people... Oh, we got zombies again? It's kind of what that's... It, that's kind of what it's like. Because you meet, like, five people in the game, and each one of them is just sort of... They don't really acknowledge that there's demons and monsters running around everywhere. 